Hey everybody, I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And I'm Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm here with Cliff, and we are here to tell you that there is a new Grey's Anatomy tonight, or Thursday, this week. This week. So on we had March twenty second. Yeah. So last week we had mentioned that there would be no live podcast for the Generally Speaking fan Correct. podcast because there was no new ed- uh, episode scheduled. But so were we to wrong? A, no, we were correct when we said that last week. Okay. And, so what um, happened? ABC has since um, switched their, their lineup and um, their new show, October Road, was a big hit last week following Grey's Anatomy. So Grey's will be new this week, March 22nd, um, in support of October Road, I think. I believe. Okay. I, I didn't read the press release myself, um, but I'm pretty sure that that's what's going on. Okay. So anyway, what had happened though is this weekend Kim was here for our generally speaking weekly loss podcast live event that we just had, correct? Which was awesome, by the way. It was very good. If you guys want to hear what we sound like when we're live in front of a real audience, which has only happened one time, you can go and th- think it's episode 86 of the Weekly Loss Podcast, which you can find over at GSPN.TV. But anyway. We had you and Kim recorded a like uh, some kind of review of some season two episodes. Yes, we did. We which was a lot of fun to actually sit here and you know look at her face and try to you know. Um, it is a little bit easier to cue one another it visually. Is. It is versus where you're kind of, you don't have an idea of when they're gonna stop talking, right? Or start talking. So yeah, well, I can do that with you, like even with you here in the room. I. I sometimes have a hard time visualizing when you're going to stop talking. That's because I never stop talking. That's that's a little different. But anyway, so... So, in that podcast that we recorded this weekend, we said this will be put out on Thursday in place of the live podcast because there was no new grays. Right, but we're recording but this. we're recording this to tell you that you're, you're going to hear, hear it. it. It's wrong. There is a new... Gray's episode Thursday, March twenty second. Yes, and nine we, p.m. Eastern time. And at ten fifteen, or I'm sorry, ten thirty. At ten thirty Eastern time, nine thirty Central time, we will be, be live, live on TalkShoe. And how you uh, find out about how you can participate live? If you listened to last week's episode, you heard uh, Rakita and there was another girl that was Cassie. there. Cassie. And Cassie. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were brand new to our live event. Yes, they were. And you can find out how you can participate live this Thursday night, regardless of what Kim and Stephanie say in this episode you're about ready to hear. This <laughs> Thursday night, if, to learn how you can participate, go to gspn.tv slash live. And it'll give you instructions on how you can participate. So with that, Stephanie, let's go ahead and uh, let you uh, roll the show here that you and Kim recorded. Very good. All right, so here it goes. Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast, episode number eight. Welcome to the Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast, the show that takes a look at the hottest relationship drama on television. Sit back, sit back, and enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome back to the Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast. My name is Stephanie Ravenscraft, and I am actually joined in the studio by my co-host. Hello, Kim. Hi, Steph. How you doing? It's great to be here in Hebron, Kentucky. It's awesome to have you here. (sighs) It's um, currently round about 10.30. Yeah, so you're you're getting... (coughs) 
It's about nine thirty my time. Exactly, and so I just I, had I, to adjust to daylight savings time, and then I had to come down here to just Eastern a, Standard Eastern, Time and adjust yeah. another hour. You this poor is thing. messing me up, man. Yeah. Thank you. Messing your son up too. I know. Poor kid. I feel bad for him. So, yeah, we're here, and we just watched two episodes of season two, Grey's Anatomy. Yes, we did. Um, What have I done to deserve this? I don't know what you do. I need a band aid (laughs) because band aid covers the bullet hole. (laughs) Those were the two episodes. They were good. We're tired and slap happy. Sorry. Season two was so good. Now I'm loving season three. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying anything bad about this, but season two is really what made people fall in love with this show. It is. I mean, there, number one, there weren't enough episodes in season one to really get a feel for what was going on. But right. um, I have falling in love with season two all over again. Falling in love with the show yeah. all over again, and. Um, picking out so many things that make season three so much more so much more meaningful Mm -hmm. and we'll get into some of those later so do you want to read um the synopsis that you found of um what have i done what have i done to deserve this which we're taking is this tvland.com or um this is tv.com tv.com that's what i meant okay meredith and george are experiencing morning after tension at home and at work and it has the rest of the doctors wondering what's up Derek and Addison are experiencing their own version of morning after tension as a result of Mark's visit to Seattle. Bailey, returning the favor that was done for her during the Code Black situation, must treat Addison for a specific feminine problem. Izzy and Alex are making headway in their relationship until Denny Duquette comes back. Soon, Alex is not so oddly jealous of the attention Izzy is showing to Denny. Someone finds the comfort in confiding in a patient who is going through an ordeal of his own. Burke deals with the patient and gets to observe the patient's unstable relationship with his fiance. Ta-da. Okay. You catch okay. all that? Yeah, I did. Okay. I did. Um, I'm a little clouded from the episode that we, from number 20, Band-Aid covers the bull hole. Right. So it, it helps to go back and remember what that episode was actually about. So um, George and Meredith are coming off of their half sleeping together, half crying yeah through the whole thing and um i'm kind in this episode i remember kind of being mad at george because meredith is taking all the slack for this and and it does take two you know to make what does she say to to make a horrible sexual mistake or something like that i don't we all make horrible mistakes yes well she she refers it specifically to to them choosing to have sex together and um at one point in the episode and um but we do we all make horrible mistakes and for meredith to have to take all of the for her to take have to take all the responsibility right for that i think is just bad it is it's it's not it's not so much that it's bad it's nobody is understanding meredith's side they're not they don't they don't care to take that poll i guess right and you know at this point it doesn't matter how much in love with meredith george has been Mm -hmm. in that moment he was taking advantage of where she was i mean she had just met with her dad she's still totally reeling off of you know not being with Derek, and he was very selfish in needing to feed his own need he needed to feed his beast and so 
I, I'm just, I was really mad about, about right. that. And you wait for the emotional opening and the vulnerability of the woman. And that, and that's, know, that's what, what it was. Did. It was an emotional opening. And when, and, and I love how she uh, says, she says, I didn't know I didn't want to do it until I didn't know that I didn't want to do right. it. That's a good and point. Absolutely. And there are uh, so many of us have made mistakes that you don't know that you're making a mistake until you're in the middle snap. of it. You're in the middle of it, and oh my gosh, this is a mistake. Mm-hmm. So I'm, uh, I'm waiting for that, you know, for, for this Meredith George. I'm, I'm glad that we're past the whole, right. you know, puppy dog George, totally in love with Meredith. She doesn't, you know, she doesn't notice me. Right. I, I'm glad we're past this George, but um, but this instance really got me mad. <laughs> Right, he was he was doing the whole feel sorry for he me. Was. I'm I'm you know, I'm getting walked on all of the time. Like Christina said, you know, you've got to you've got to you stand up for yourself. You're going to keep getting crap if you keep absolutely, asking for it. absolutely. So, um, what else was I going to say about? Oh, it's gone in a fleeting moment. It is. And how he kept getting angry at her for telling everybody, but he's the one who told everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and like he jumped to the conclusion <laughs> that that she had told everybody, and he didn't ask. He did. did he did you not anybody? even ask. No? Mm-hmm. And um, so again, you know, we've seen all the characters be selfish, and I think this was George shining selfish moment. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And so. Um, what else was in this? Well, <laughs> Bailey came to pick up Tucker, and and Addison came to. Addison had a little problem. problem. <laughs> Poor thing. <laughs> oh my goodness! Now I've never in my life had poison ivy or poison oak, mm-hmm. so I can't even imagine what she was going through at that moment. Me neither. But to have poison oak, where no one would want to have on your female bits, poison oak, and. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was great writing. Yes, it was, it was great writing because it was hilarious TV. But um, I really get I really get where she's coming. You know, I, it, I can't imagine as another actress there as Bailey or even as Derek standing there looking directly between this other actress's legs and not being able to just oh, there's bust something up there. There's something you know. There's got to be. Something it doesn't there. matter if you're. <laughs> If she could the have a pillow of, between right. her legs, and but you're still staring at the woman's crotch. Well, Derek I could not did help laugh. but laugh. Derek did laugh. Yes, he did. And um, but I love when when she says, you know, um, how does she say it? Pretty much, she says, "Is this enough? You know, ha- have I been repaid enough? And um, have and, I gotten enough of that karma back? Yeah. yeah. And um." Which obviously is what this whole episode was about was karma, and um, every, every two minutes we were hearing about karma. Every, yeah, it was everywhere. But um, so this is the first time you see um, Addison and Derek laugh together. I think yeah. since she's been back, you know, mm-hmm. just really be able to laugh together, and um, it can all start with just a moment. It could, it could all start with just a moment. So. Where else does that leave us? Oh, I absolutely love... Okay, obviously I breastfed my children. Obviously. (laughs) 
Is there something I about you that, that I'm supposed to look at and notice? No, but I mentioned that before, and so, but I think that was on the Lost podcast. So obviously, I have three children, and I did breastfeed all three of them. Mm-hmm. And so when Bailey is um, in the room with Addison, and Addison starts crying, and she has the letdown, and she has letdown, and she, but beforehand she's like, "Stop! Stop! Stop!" <laughs> she doesn't, and she has her letdown, and that is such. Um, it's such a funny moment and see isn't that distracting no because <laughs> I can read what Cliff's typing and listen to you at the same time <laughs> yeah um but I have now just, yeah. just distracted you I'm so sorry uh, no it's not your fault um the time has a lot to do with it. yes <laughs> what was I saying oh I I, I felt with Meredith mm. in that moment I, or Meredith Bailey <laughs> Yes, Miranda in that moment. and, um, and But again, great writing, great TV. It was awesome. And who else do we have? Denny and Izzy. Denny's back. Denny. Denny's so hot. Denny's back. He is so sexy adorable. And oh. I did not want to see Denny die. That was such a sad, which obviously is far down the road. And we got the afterlife, Denny. We did and get he was still uh, darn yeah. sweet. Oh. He's so sweet. He's so adorable. I don't know, but, but Izzy is looks, incredibly enamored with with Denny right off the bat. She is. She is. He's got big eyebrows. Listen to you. Listen to you. They're hot, okay? I'm talking to our producer Cliff, my husband who is typing on the teleprompter, um, <laughs> as he calls it, which is just our second computer monitor. And, uh, teleprompter. Okay. He's just giving us little notes of and things he's that he writing wants us little to do notes, later. And he says that Denny has big eyebrows. On some men, big eyebrows are hot. Not the long, stringy ones that are on hanging my dad, in your eyeballs. Yeah, so much. <laughs> Uh, All right, let's get off the eyebrows and back to to the sweetness. Jenny and Izzy, they are sweet. And they, um, you really, this is where you start to see um, them forming a connection. And um, was this the Scrabble? Was this when she sat down and they had their first date? Or is that in the next episode? And I totally ruined it. I don't know. But we do see, and this is where we start to see the competition heat up between Alex and and Denny and um or Alex's jealousy obviously so what else is going on <gasps> George George moves in with Burke and Christina mm, how wrong Burke-tina. is that <laughs> <laughs> that's funny I hadn't thought about that before <laughs> that's what the I, shipper is out there yeah that's I what they call it Burkina. Yeah. Um. Um. But such a wrong move. No, 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 no. Before, okay. George meets Callie. Yeah, we meet Callie O'Malley. <laughs> she can't be called anything else now. <laughs> Poor thing. And that's not bad. That's no. not bad. No, it's if not. she loves her husband, she should embrace the fact that she's Callie O'Malley. Callie Torres. O'Malley. Calliope. <laughs> 
Calliope Iphigenia. That would be it. So we meet Callie for the first time, yes. and she's totally digging George. Totally uh, she, she, flirting she, with him. Yeah, reload. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, I, I so apologize. That just brought me back to some comments that Cliff had made while we were actually watching the episode but she was she was totally flirting with him from the moment she Uh walked into the room to relocate his dislocated shoulder what she got from falling down the steps which is totally hilarious she's going to relocate the shoulder like is she gonna put it on his knee or (laughs) no she's gonna put it back in its socket she's gonna relocate it okay if you're gonna make fun of me i'll just send you back to indiana and do this over the phone it's not as much fun when i'm that far away (laughs) oh that's funny so um yeah we meet callie i like callie i like she really likes guys that can tolerate the pain we've seen that time and time again lately yeah and she totally respects it she totally digs the fact that she intimidates george Mm -hmm. or scares him or whatever that conversation was that she she flat out asked him, you know, do, "Do I make you nervous?" Mm, yeah. he or said, yes. I make you nervous? Yeah. Um, okay. What else do we have? What else do we have in that episode? <clears throat> Someone finds comfort in finding confiding in a patient who is going through an ordeal of his own. Huh. I don't remember that. You know what they're talking about? Uh, no, it's not the guy whose uh, fiance left him. Is it? Yes, no. it was. Who confides in him? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But that brings me to another point of Christina's bedside manner. Seriously. She has none. She has none. Yeah. She She sat there at the foot of that man's bed. And said, look, you could die in surgery today or you can die walking down the street. It doesn't matter. Either way, you're going to die. Yeah. Ouch. Hello. No wonder his fiance left. Really? <laughs> words like that. What happened to patient confidentiality and the HIPAA yeah. law? Ma'am, can I ask you to step outside? I love when I love <laughs> when the fiance says, look, we're silver lining kind of people. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't have a silver lining kind of face. <laughs> look on that your face. That was bangs. great. That was great. Um, because there are people like that. There are people who just cannot handle mm-hmm. bad news. You know, they look for the silver lining and everything. And unfortunately, in his case, there was none. But um, Burke is, you know, a, a, a mastermind at right. cardiothoracic and then surgery. And he... I thought it was really appropriate when Olivia came to George when he was in the observation yes. deck and said that to her, saying that... Um, he said, if I ever made you feel how I'm feeling now, I'm sorry. Right. That was the only good but thing from Olivia George. said, though, yes. was that if... If she can't, can't love, you, love back you back the way that you love her, then she doesn't deserve you. Very good. Which That was great. It was good. Dodged I like Olivia. What? He dodged a bullet. He did dodge a bullet. You're right. Um, okay. I think that covers I think that covers. I think that covers what did I do to deserve this? All right. Which was a good episode. I mean, a very good episode. <clears throat> Up next, we've got Band-Aid Covers the Bullet Hole. <laughs> Which, if that's a song, I really want to hear it. Me too. <laughs> because that is the most funny, outrageous song title I think I've ever heard. Probably not, but 
Probably not. I, it strikes sure me kind of funny at uh, 1030 in the evening. So um, do you want to read the, the little synopsis? That, Would you like me to? Yeah. Okay. Just so I can. The doctors are up to their necks in their usual levels of drama. Meredith is dealing with the backlash of sleeping with George. George and Burke are bonding in ways that... Br- that bother and creep out Christina. <laughs> Christina gets stuck on diaper duty. Bailey gets involved in a case, even though she's still supposed to be on maternity leave. Addison and Derek have a talk, and Izzy is still flaking on Alex for Denny Duquette, the heart patient who didn't get a heart in the patients of the week department. We've got a very pregnant woman. They need punctuation. <laughs> We've got a very pregnant woman, a hockey player who deser- who desires medically unnecessary amputation, and a woman with a fork in her neck who happens to be dying and has a struggling marriage. Well, it's not struggling anymore. That's how she got the fork in her neck. Well, I, it sounded like they were struggling there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, maybe. So, again, you know, Meredith dealing with the backlash of George... Especially Izzy. Everybody's putting the, all that pressure on Meredith. Yeah. If, if sides and need to be picked, I'm on his side. I know. Back off. No doubt. Back off. So have we been seeing since midway through season two that Izzy really has a thing for George? Could be. Denny was just a distraction? Maybe? I think things just developed for her. With Denny. No, I think things oh. developed with her... For her with George. Okay. She was head over heels in love with Denny. Absolutely. She was. No absolutely. Doubt about and we, that. we see that moment in mm-hmm. this episode. I think you see that moment when he wakes up from having the um, LVAT, the installed. LVAT installed. That moment where she just knows that she can't live without him. That's right. But I did think that she, her relationship with George has evolved to where she does have feelings for him. And I guess okay. we'll, we'll find out more in season three, you know, as the next new more, episode yeah, right. airs, whether she really does or if that was a Meredith mistake. Okay. I like that. A Meredith mistake. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Poor so, George in that case. Ooh. Yeah. Except not poor George because he cheated on his wife. Yes. I'm, I'm not feeling sorry for that at all. No. Not mean. at all. I'm There's no excuse. that. And, and I never, I don't want people to think that I'm, you know all in favor of Derek and Meredith because once I found out that he was married I was not Um, and so yeah I'm not going to go into that anymore I do not support infidelity (laughs) in any way shape or form I agree Um, so what did you think of um, Bailey giving Christina the baby oh that's torture for Christina did you think it was appropriate um I don't know. Did you think it was appropriate for her to bring her child to work? Uh, no. Okay. Although I've done it before. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why I don't work outside of my home anymore. Um, no, not in that situation. Okay. Was it appropriate for her to give the baby to another intern? No. Who was supposed to be working and on duty? No. No, not at all. Okay. It, I there has got to be somebody else in her life that could have been i mean i understand your husband's out of town i understand that you know the hospital daycare or nursery or whatever is full but and you've got your newborn infant on your chest you're walking around through a a germ infested hospital with your newborn on your chest totally inappropriate totally and if you go back and look at what time of year this was filmed it's probably during flu season and kids aren't even allowed in the hospital during flu season unless they're being treated 
and I know this because I had a baby during flu season. Okay, that must be around here yeah. where I'm from. You don't it doesn't have that? matter. No, no, we have. Um, that there are certain times in the year when our local hospitals have um, child restrictions. Wow. And McKenna was born. Um, McKenna was born three days after the restrictions were lifted. Wow. Um, if, if she would have been born during the restrictions, Megan and Matthew would have not been allowed to visit us at the hospital. Hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty strict around here. But, um, so, where were we? Totally inappropriate on, on Bailey's behalf. I completely agree. poor christina um, trying to change that diaper it's baby feces it's baby feces <laughs> it's everywhere <laughs> and the chief getting and uncomfortable with every woman he saw <laughs> i know yeah there's there's more reasons for him and adele not having kids than just his work yeah there's gotta be but um if she had picked a different intern i may feel differently right but I think that at this point, she would know Christina enough to know that she, number one, she doesn't know what to do. And she feels completely um, caught off guard, caught off guard, overwhelmed, inadequate. I mean, you, you pick your pick your descriptive word and insert here. <laughs> and she feels it in that moment. Yep. And um, and I think Bailey gets that. And I think she realized it at the end. At the when end, she when got Christina says, "Look, I know that you are my resident, and I know <laughs> that you have the ability to make my life, you know, really crappy. Terrible, yeah. But uh, don't do this again. I am not. I am a not babysitter. a babysitter. And I think that she and and I think that Bailey got that at the end. But um, not only should she not be back at work already. Yeah. You know, she, it. I, I don't know call off so that was although i did enjoy watching christina it was yeah put it, around with that yeah, baby that was awesome yeah, it was, <laughs> the poor baby though i mean oh he was, he was crying, crying the whole, whole time. time the whole only time he stopped crying was when 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 george was, was feeding when him. bambi was feeding him which was so sweet but um i like how you call him <laughs> did you hear about bambi the, can relate the, did you well, i think it was in nebraska oh i don't remember but did you hear about the woman's um basketball coach who delivered her son and five hours later was coaching a game that's messed up five I did hours not hear about that yeah it was on it was on uh, good morning america the other day well that's going to be an episode of Grey's anatomy next year more power to her let me tell you um no way Rest i know i think it, uh, absolutely <laughs> i had a baby <laughs> i had a baby um hello you just squeeze something out of your vagina you know take some time off no reaction from cliff yeah, he, he's totally he turned out and uh, <laughs> <laughs> he has two daughters that's common that's common talk around here but um it gives the rest of us who actually take six weeks off work a really bad rap, you know? Yeah. Some people take longer to heal. <laughs> Some people's than, bodies are shaped differently. Yeah. And uh, so that it, that blew my mind. But, um, okay, so we're Bailey and Christina. George and Burke bonding. The running. That the, was cute. The cooking. The whole juggling, you know, tossing the eggs and totally to in make sync. the pancakes mm -hmm. and uh 
Is it Izzy who asked Christina, are you afraid Burke's going to find out George makes a better girlfriend than you? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Which is totally funny. Um, uh, Should they, in this teacher-student, because we've already already Mm -hmm. covered as, um, they've already covered should they be in this dating relationship as student and teacher right should they be in this kind of friendship george and burke should they be having this type of bonding male bonding friendship being a teacher and a student a resident and an intern that's a good question are they crossing lines that shouldn't be crossed or is this acceptable sorry okay I don't know if they're necessarily crossing a line. Um, I think that they need to be careful about their relationship and if you're going to decide to have a friendship. And I know it's a difficult thing to, you know, consciously decide to have a friendship with somebody. But when you're in a situation like that, you have to make a conscious decision along those lines because your professional relationship can affect your personal and your personal affect your professional. Absolutely. You really have to weigh what's, what's going on there. I think that's a very important aspect. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Thanks. Good job. Um, Lady got stabbed in the neck with her fork. Stabbed in the neck. she was under the table. Natalie Cole, who I love. She's just a beautiful woman. Um, She was helping out her husband. Helping out her husband. (laughs) Oh, under the table. You're blushing. No, I'm not blushing. But... uh, that's just I love the way she describes it. <laughs> I love the way she I describes it. I love how the camera pans around her head and then yeah, we see the fork. We... <laughs> and he's sitting there holding the bag of ice on his stuff. <laughs> it was great. It was great. great television. But um It was funny that Derek couldn't even look at him and say, Did you get your penis checked out? Right. Like, Did you um get the doctors to look at that and yeah. make sure you're okay? <laughs> Men, they have such a hard time dealing with that anatomy, uh, part of your anatomy, and um, it's so funny. It is. It's so funny. So she is totally against having the surgery done because she's not not necessarily against having the surgery done at first. First, she's she was against, just against the MRI and right. finding out she did not want to be devastated again. And then when she found out that I get that Derek could, I agree, Derek could help her. She just wanted to finish living out this amazing life that she just created for herself, that she just revived with her husband. You know, my husband has noticed me for the first time in, the husband says 15 years and the wife says 12 years. So, you know, evidently three years were like skating by. Wow. (laughs) But, um, you know, my husband has just noticed me for the first time in 12 years Mm -hmm. and I don't want to lose that. You're fine. Your husband has just noticed you for the first time in 12 years. Yeah. I'm so sorry. (laughs) It's okay. You're okay with that? Yeah. I'll stab him in the neck with a fork. Maybe he'll notice me then. I don't want to think about that. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) No. That's not what I meant. I just meant I'd go get a fork and stab him in the neck. Okay. That's better. Now I'm blushing. Totally wasn't going there. I'm so sorry. That was not even a uh, 
I was just trying to see if he would look up or something. <laughs> I apologize. Anyway. Um, but I like how that they decided to change their relationship once they found out that she had this aneurysm. Right. And that so she do was, they not have children? Apparently not. I mean, they're just going to pack up and move to Paris, sell their house. and. Well, they, well, if they, they appear to be old enough to probably have, have children, adult children. Adult children. You're yes. right. That's very true. So, um, this really wakes Derek up to the fact that his marital problems are not Addison's alone. Right. You know, that he had a part in it. And I, I really love that part. It takes two to make a relationship, and it takes two to break a relationship. Absolutely. Absolutely. And him realizing that, I think, is... Um, it's a big step just for him. It's a big him. step for him. Mm-hmm. And a big step for their relationship. I'm sorry. I've been talking a lot today, so I apologize to everyone for my dry, scratchy... <laughs> I got a bottle of water here. You're thirsty? No, actually, I'm not thirsty, although I probably should be. Mm-hmm. Um... So, is this where, is this the episode where, this is the episode where um, Izzy and Denny play Scrabble? Yes, it is. And they have their first date, he calls it. With apple juice. With apple juice, which I think is so cute. It's adorable. And uh, she says, I've had to work a lot harder to get a guy in bed. Which, <laughs> there. It was adorable. <laughs> They have the cutest relationship, the cutest um, interaction with yeah. each other. I think even from um, the first time we see him in the hospital a couple episodes ago, yeah. um, they just have this connection Instant. and this easiness about them, you know, about uh, um, interacting with each other. It's just it's just easy for them, yes. and it comes natural. And I love that. And I'm so sad that Denny is gone. <laughs> I know. Uh, it, they they just have some of the cutest things that happen. Like when they were playing Scrabble, he's like, well, you're the one that, you know, used the word screw. Right. And she's I was like, talking about the hardware. <laughs> you're the one with the dirty mind. <laughs> and I just, they just have the cutest relationship. Yes. And um, I'm sorry. I, I understand that, you know, that character had to die. But... Um, I kind of wish it would have been in season three. I kind of wish we would have seen a little bit, a little more, bit more of Denny, of Denny and Izzy, and played with that relationship a little bit more. You know, maybe. But then it wouldn't have been as heartbreaking and as moving. I and know it would not be stuck like now, this I think in our minds. Still, I think it's still. I think that it still would have been just as heartbreaking. You I think do. So? Uh huh. I do. I guess it just to depends on how they would have done it. To see their relationship grow more and then to have him die, you know, mm-hmm. to maybe actually start planning a wedding and then, you know, yeah, to actually see them planning the future. And But, I mean, I'm not saying that it wasn't written beautifully, you know. I cried. I, I, I oh my goodness, <laughs> I cried for a long time when, um, when that happened. But, yeah. Uh, so what else did we have in this episode? I'm totally drawing some blanks now. Uh, Derek talks to Addison for the first time and actually yeah, talks and, rather and than talks, yells, which is what she wanted right. him to do. Just yell. Just show some emotion to right. anything. And um, so he, he comes and he, you know, admits it. And and 
he admits fault in the relationship and 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 that was all good yeah yeah but yeah. Cliff says that he has a sample of the song Band-Aid Covers the Bullet okay. Hole. Okay. I do, and it sounds really awful. I'm sorry. But here it goes. Okay, let's go. Okay, so um, in this case, we'll say it's more about the song title. Yes. <laughs> than, than the actual song. So, but thanks for finding that for us, Clifford. Yes, very much. That, that was very nice of you. Um, are we done with the actual talking about the episode? I think so, yeah. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Have you been to the grocery lately? Have I? I don't know. Have you? No, maybe. Why? Well, because if you've been to the grocery lately, then you've seen the cover of People Magazine with Patrick Dempsey and his adorable twin boys. Oh, no, I saw it on the internet, though. Sullivan and Darby. They're, oh. They are the the cutest little things. I want to see a picture of mom with the kids, not just Patrick. If you you open it up, there's a picture of his wife and their daughter. Okay. But... There's two pictures of the wife, and neither of them, she's looking at the camera. So, you, you yeah. Is she looking at the babies? Um, She's looking away. I mean, she's like, he, Pat, Patrick Dempsey is in the middle, mm-hmm. and he's holding both boys. And then the daughter's on one side, and the wife's on the one side, and they're kind of looking at each other. Mm. One of them, they're all making a silly face. They're all, like, <laughs> sticking out their tongue and, and making silly faces. But, um, so it is... <clears throat> Patrick Sullivan and Darby Galen, I do believe. Yes, you're right. That's what it was. Yeah. That's exciting. It is. They are Tens. adorable little boys. Are you hearing noise from over there? Because I'm hearing noise from over there. So. Ah, dryer? Just the dryer. Okay. I apologize. I'm just <laughs> hearing noises. <laughs> So they are totally adorable. Yes, they are. And um, what else did I see that I was going to bring up in the news? This we have is a our spin-off. little news. I segment. don't think we've ever talked about the spinoff. We haven't. There's a possible spinoff starring Edison Montgomery and um, Tay, Tay Diggs. Diggs. Oh, I'll watch anything with Tay Diggs. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, but I'm not ready to see Addison Lee. I am not. Seattle That's why Grace. I'm not happy about this. Yeah, I don't think that they have. Um, I don't think that they have finished that storyline enough to take her out of there. And especially, right, I mean, right now she's her storyline is completely open with this whole, right. you know, Mark pursuing Mark relationship Maybe. and um, the possibility yep. and. Um, so yeah, I'm not ready to see that yet, but I can't say that I'm totally turned off to it sometime in the future. Right. I you understand. Know? Um They're still talking about it. They said if if the spin-off is gonna happen, it's gonna happen um they're going to introduce it by the end of season three. And okay. it's going to be a two episode arc where it could okay. actually start with the spin off. Okay. So I wonder if that means if the spin off isn't going to happen, is Addison still leaving the show? Or will she stay with Grace? Oh, I don't know. 
because I really don't want to see her leave. I love her as an actress. I lo- She's I wonderful. Do. Kate Walsh, right? I saw, yeah, Kate Walsh. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched her on Jimmy Kimmel. Mm-hmm. Totally hot in that red dress. <laughs> and you it, thought so? Huh? You thought she was totally hot in that red dress? The red dress was, yeah. I like the red dress, just not it on was, her. Yeah? Yeah, I just... She's so tall and she is tall. I just didn't think it looked right on her. But she's beautiful. The dress was beautiful, but together I didn't personally I didn't think it worked. But I'm not a fashion queen. The (laughs) only thing I (laughs) not a problem. Um I'm not all that much myself. Um the I thought it wasn't fitting for Jimmy Kimmel. You know, he's more of a laid back, you know kind of guy I, I didn't think that was all that appropriate for Jimmy Kimmel yeah. I think Jimmy Kimmel actually enjoyed it he enjoyed it quite a yes. bit and um, said that she could come back anytime and wear that right dress <laughs> and um, that they could do an entire episode of Grace with her wearing that red dress and it would be just fine with him yes <laughs> so, it was just actually, fine with a lot of yeah. the male listeners yes listeners so, watchers watchers viewers, viewers whatever um and that was actually a repeat. Mm-hmm. So there, it, it was before the three-part yeah. walking on water. Mm-hmm. So um, I saw it when it originally aired. Yeah, so. and um, I'd seen part of it when it, but not the whole thing. So. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did Tr Knight was on Ellen again, which I do believe was a repeat from after the Golden Globes. Oh yeah, and so um, but I did watch that again. Um, they really didn't talk about the show a whole lot. They they talked about off the wall stuff. Yeah, well, most that's of the time. Ellen. Ellen Rocks. I, I love her. her. Yeah, <laughs> she's great. Um, what else was I? I think that's all that I was thinking of that was in the news. Pretty much all of the actors and actresses have signed up for have renegotiated and okay. have had their contracts extended. They will be here next year for a new season. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. They better be. <laughs> oh yes. And um, okay. So, we have two more things that I want to talk about. Okay. Number one is some of the insights that we're seeing, that we're picking up, reviewing season two, that are very much a part of season three. Just a couple of things that are in my mind that I like to... Oh, I'd love to hear about them. Run run by you. And the second is we have some listener feedback. So, what do you want to do first? Oh, let's see. I don't know. Let's talk about your insight. Okay. So, um, several weeks ago, Cliff and I were watching uh, some more season two. I think we're going to be watching season two for the rest of season three. We're just... We've only got seven episodes left. Yeah, we do. We only have seven episodes left, so we're almost, we're almost finished. But um, we were watching the episode where Meredith goes to him, goes to Derek mm-hmm. um, about this whole having a wife thing, you know, <laughs> kind of a problem for her. Mm-hmm. And um, he explains to her why, why he left. And he explains to her finding Addison in bed with Mark and, right. and how that felt. And she asks him, so what was I? What was I to you? That was a great moment. And he says, you were like coming up for fresh air. I was drowning and, and you, you saved, saved me. me. Hello, does anybody not see that whole uh, drowning on dry land and the, those Derek whole three was the knight part. in shining whatever and Meredith was and that to him. 
Absolutely. So I just the similarities there was, was I was watching good. the episode and I'm like, oh my god, that's an amazing pickup on your part. That I was great. I was so excited. I was, you <laughs> you know, should so be. I was jumping up and down. I'm like, <laughs> it all makes sense. Uh, so um, it's really neat going back and watching different really parts is. of of the previous seasons and show how they connect different sections of the new things that they're writing they really do it's really neat they have an awesome writing team over there i'm so excited we love you guys and if you listen to us we would love (laughs) to interview you contact us www.gspn.tv go kim um so what was the other one that uh totally not an insight but um last year yeah season two Episode following the Super Bowl. Yeah. Meredith had this near-death experience. Yes, she did. This year, season three, episode following the Super Bowl, Meredith has this near-death experience. Are they going to kill Meredith every year following the Super Bowl? Eventually, people are going to stop watching. (laughs) (laughs) I I might think about that if that happens again next year. If that happens again next year. Maybe I'll just not watch the episode following the Super Bowl. Well, then you'll be lost. I'm already lost. That's a whole other show altogether. <laughs> it was, um, and, and I did not remember it until I went back and viewed it. But if they were to continually try and scare us with Meredith death, that would just, that would just get, get really old. old. It would. Yeah, hopefully You know, it's almost kind of old now, you know? Yeah. I, I've had enough with Meredith being... Three episodes. Yeah. Three episodes so, in a row dealing with it. We're done. We're what good. else did I find from season two? Clifford, do you remember? There was something else, but I didn't write it down. So We'll get it next time. We'll, we'll get it. And um, I'm so excited to finish this. Um, I'm excited to see Cliff's response to the season finale of season two, <laughs> which we should hit sometime in the next week or two. You think so? Yeah. Are you sure? And um, I don't know. And... Um, So that's fun. So, okay, let's go ahead and move into listener feedback. Javale! is here! Hey guys, it's Jamie from Burbank, and I am in the middle of listening to the Grey's Anatomy podcast from last night, and it's really frost my cookies that I'm on the West Coast and I can't participate because I don't know what's going on when you guys are talking about it. But I want to stick up for Izzy for a second because everybody's blaming Izzy for what happened between Izzy and George. But you know what? She's a person too. She's not just some blonde bombshell that isn't going through anything else. You know, she's going through a lot too. And everybody's like, well, Callie's dad just died. But it really, or sorry, George's dad just died. But it hasn't been that long since Denny died. And, you know, she's dealing with grief and trying to pick herself up at the same time. And just because she's gorgeous doesn't mean that she's any less feeling. And George is just as selfish as Izzy is. And so is Callie. All of them have selfish tendencies because they're all, okay, Stephanie, you're right. They're not real people, but they're real-ish people on the TV show. They're as real as they can be. And so, you know, everybody needs to stop knocking Izzy so much. She's not necessarily at fault here. All we saw was the look that they gave each other, and then the next thing we saw her shoulder. So we don't know what happened in the meantime. Who kissed who? Who did what? 
So, you know, stay off Izzy, everybody. I, Steph, I hope you and Kim have a great time tonight, and I hope you guys have a great time tomorrow. Kentucky's a little far from us people in California, but um, with you guys in spirit, have a great time. Bye. Oh, thank you for that call, Jamie. I, Absolutely. I tend to agree with you on a number of those points. But Izzy is a person, and yeah, I guess we, we weren't necessarily considering everything she had gone through. But I don't, I don't think that we were really blaming Izzy very much for for what happened. I think that we did touch a lot on the fact that George made the choice to cheat on his wife. I, and, absolutely. I, I <laughs> Okay, I'm not going to say that I'm going to go back and listen because I refuse to listen to any podcast that my voice is part of. But um, th- th- that's like the worst kind of hell for me, honestly, <laughs> is to listen to my own voice. So, but I will say that I'm pretty sure I did not say. You did. I did. I, I said it. She's probably referring to what I said about her being this blonde bombshell and that she pretty much had control over George. And, you did say that. Yeah, yeah you, you did. did blame it all on so women. Jamie's comment is towards me. Probably. Okay. So that that's all Cliff's fault. Yes, um, Cliff, I do have something to say to you about that. And I didn't say it in the show because I was way too distracted. <laughs> but I'm pretty much, I'm pretty sure that I placed the blame for George choosing his number one mm-hmm. confidant outside of his marriage being a woman on George. I place yeah. that blame on George. Um, not against having friends of the opposite sex. I just don't think that they should be your number one relationship outside of your marriage. Right. Um, not that it can't successfully happen. I, I'm not I saying that. Totally agree. But um, I will speak from I will speak from experience. My best friend, um, when Cliff and I started dating, was a male, and um, it did become a problem. And so I'm just speaking from my heart there. You know, I understand. Um, not that I loved Cliff any less. Not that I loved Jeremy any less. But it became a problem. Right. And many people will have different feelings and different types of relationships that will and won't work. That is your personal feeling. And absolutely. I completely, I, I agree with you, but I will agree with other people that that relationship works for them. Right. But I, I but, and I will agree with Jamie in saying that, yes, Izzy is going through her own problems she as is. well. Um, the only um, thing that I blatant said she was selfish about was with Alex when she says, um, well, yeah, I don't want you, but I don't want anybody else to want you either. Right. That was that was Izzy being selfish, whether she is still grieving and mourning. But that Denny was also her being and, honest. And I totally respect oh, that. I totally respect the honesty. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah. So good call, Jamie. So we're going to wrap this up because I'm totally going to turn into bed early tonight. You are. I've got to. Such a big bums. I we are. <laughs> we never go to bed. This I early. made you guys go to bed early last night. You did. You had a poor migraine last night. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I might be able to stay up for a little while longer. That's okay. You go to bed. I just sit down here by myself. <laughs> Twiddle my thumbs. Got company from out of town. We're just gonna go to bed. Well, yeah. Thanks. There you go. Good night. Nice so, seeing you guys. We Glad will to spend time with you. So this is gonna. <laughs> this is gonna be. Um, you know, up and ready for people to listen to this week in place of our live podcast, which will not cool. be happening on Thursday because there is no new episode of Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. Not until March 29th. So March 29th. And um, which, following that episode, we will be live on TalkShoe.com yep. at uh, uh, 1030 Eastern, 930 Central Time. Yep. Thank you. 
You're welcome. <laughs> and uh, we need to we need to pick up like a little catchphrase to end our shows with. Yeah. You have any thoughts? No, not yet. So if anybody has any thoughts, you can send them in to uh, somewhere. Stephanie, Stephanie at gspn.tv. GSPN. GSPN.tv. Stephanie at gspn.tv. Spelt with a ph. Absolutely spelled with a ph. S-T-P-H-A-N-I-E. You forgot the e. S-T. No, I said it. <laughs> it just ran together. Oh, the T-E. Yeah. T. Yeah, that's how I signed it too. They all run together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The the receptionist at. <laughs> no, that's just where they all connect. That's called cursive. That that's where they all connect. Hmm. Okay, at least I at least I create letters when I sign my name. Okay, <laughs> but uh, the receptionist at the kids' doctor's office the other day told me I should have been a doctor. Yeah, because I have a doctor's signature. Very nice. But um, so well, I'm everybody, until then, check your anatomy. I don't know. Okay, that was too far. That was too far. We should give like one little medical tip at the end of every show. Until then, make sure to do regular monthly breast exams or something. There you go. That would be neat to follow up at the end of every episode. Get little tips. We've run out of things. (laughs) No. No. Little preventative tips. We'd never run out. Yeah. Remember to eat your carrots this week. Eat your carrots. Check your iron. (laughs) (laughs) That might be fun. Yeah. We'll have to look into that. We will. We'll think about it. We'll get a little list made up. Absolutely. Well, sweet. Good night for now. Good night. And I will see you next week. Okay, everybody, okay. we're back. We're back. Just um, hope you enjoyed that episode. Um, Kim and I had a good time. And we want to make sure, just as, as an ending together. to this episode, reminder one more time. That Grace Anatomy is new this Thursday, March 22nd. And uh, we will be recording a live podcast on TalkShoe. To find out how to join us live, you can go to gspn.tv slash live. And that's it. We'll talk to you Thursday night. Thursday. All right. This show is brought to you by Talk Show. Create your own internet talk show. Check it out at T A L K S H O E dot com.